<laughs> uh, the Red Room Theater, episode 154, Who's Harry Crumb? Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at the movies that raise us up. Try that movie raise us up? Raise us right? Raise us wrong? Raise us up. Eee! This week we look at who's Harry Crumb. Talk about how, about the absolute love we have in our hearts. The absolute adoration in our hearts toward the lovable buffoon. Um, so... The movie drops. Oh, that's the wrong date. The Man, mo- you is so stupid, you oopid. The movie drops in the 80s sometime. <laughs> I, I didn't write down the right date. What'd you write down? I, 2013? I, what the hell? I uh, I skipped that line, and I was going to go back to it on, on IMDb, and I never did. So I don't have the when it come out. It, it's it's got to be. Dude, hold on. I'll, you talk. I'll... I'll, I'll uh, Look it up. Well, okay, I'll, look who it cares? Up. It's 1989. I just watched it. Is it 89? Yes. Okay, no, it was that late? Okay. I did. I did feel like it was rather late. Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like 84, 85. Or it something. feels like way no, earlier than 89. It's 89. It's 40 sticking years ago, dude. Almost. So directed by a guy named Paul Flattery, who does no other movies. I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm fatter. laughs> Got myself a date. That would be Friday great. night at eight. <laughs> I will not be late. Just might be my mate. <laughs> that would be so great. Great, 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 great. <laughs> so, Paul Flatterty, Flatterty, Flatterty. What kind of name is that? He is a director on SCTV, and SCTV is the Canadian version of SNL. SNL. Well, but S, it's it's not SNL because it's it's in person. It's not filmed. Oh, it's SCTV like... SCTV uh, is pure yeah. on stage. Didn't they have one in Chicago? There was one in Chicago, and there's one in Canada. I don't know if it's in Toronto or Ontario or where it's at. Um, oh. Windsor, Toronto, somewhere. But SCTV is... Um, a lot of people that start SCTV move from that live thing, and they go to SNL. Like, Bill Murray was an SCTV guy who goes to SNL so I can see... Was Gilda Radner... I don't know if she started SCTV, but I mean, Candy's from there. Uh, uh, what's it? It, Eugene Levy comes oh, from there. Levy, dude. Rick Moranis, Catherine O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara, um, Bob McKenzie. What's his? Oh, what's Rick Moranis' brother's name? Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas comes out of SCTV. So a lot Not of to be confused with the hamburger. A lot of funny people. Yes, come out of SCTV. Um, so the plot of this movie is very simple. Oh man. A bumbling detective, a dumbass, must find a kid- kidnapped heiress before she is killed. And the whole reason that he's hired is because they know he's stupid. <laughs> so this is the whole a- knives out theory. Yes, it gets. So John Candy writes to help write this movie, and he writes it as kind of a um, a vehicle for his own comedy. He wants to be in movies. He's probably not getting called. He wrote it. He helped write it. Yeah, oh. he's one of the two writers. But you know, a lot of these guys, these comedians, want to make it and you know, have movies. They, they, they think they're funny. They have talent. And you got to find a vehicle to let your talent, your comedy show. You know what I'm saying? Because people aren't breaking down the door to hire John Candy in, in, in his early career. Unbelievable. Dude, he's, <laughs> he's so, his face 
facial expressions alone. Now, John Candy as so Harry Crupp. Here's the thing: this is not one of John Candy's most beloved performances. This is not Planes, Trains. This is not Home Alone. Um, this is not Uncle Buck. Or this, Great Outdoors. This is not great. This movie is kind of it's one of the back burner John Candy films. Um, but in our lives, this is it one, was forefront in our lives. We watched this movie when it was on HBO. We taped it and watched it all the time. It was so good. Not knowing how adult this movie was. Listen, listen. That's what I started right there. I'll start right there. I had, this movie is sexy time sandwich, bro. <laughs> Even I turn it on, the kids are home, and the opening like credits, it's like, wah, yeah. wah. It's like, who's playing the saxophone, dude? <laughs> dude, it's some girl's like taking the, right behind the dress. The curtain, she's like dude. taking that dress off. You're like, hey, yo. Kicking off them heels, boy. Kicking off the, the stockings, dude. I'm like, and it's just slow. It's like, yeah, I know. I was like, I just paid money for this. I know. I'm like, did I see what I just think I just saw? Let me watch it two more times. <laughs> dude, and I'm like, but not just that opening credit. It's, it's this movie, like it's permeated. It is. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, this is a thirst trap Bro, of a movie. Annie Potts is marinating in sexuality this whole movie oh. for everybody but her husband. <laughs> dude, that poor guy, dude. Um, she's marinating. She's she's in she's in the crisper. In a, in she a, got in, flipped halfway in a Ziploc bag, dude. dude soaking in the juices, dude. Dude. She's <laughs> <laughs> Um But uh, so uh, this movie is surprisingly mature because I mean, there's uh, and we'll get more into it. But uh, John Candy is your main character, Harry Crumb, and um, he's the star. He's the vehicle. Without him, this movie doesn't exist. It's he. It gives him a place to just be funny, to just. To stretch his chops, to do what he does best, to play some characters. Um, one of the, the gimmicks in the movie is allowing him to dress with different characters. Because he's a private detective. Right. But, uh, yes, and um, this would not go today. The racial stereotypes are not going to be allowed to go. Or the peeping Tom picture taken. <laughs> Dude, I mean, his, his Middle Eastern one's funny. <laughs> he's got the chest hair, too. The bald head, the chest hair. What is he like, Yugoslavian or something? Yeah, something like um, that. Bangladesh or something. Yeah, Bangladesh. Then he does an Indian guy. And that Indian guy, first of all, Indians don't come that big, bro. No, they don't. <laughs> what is it, Aladdin heating and cooling? Like, you're not going to be like that. Basically, he's doing brown face, dude. Yeah. And that was crazy. <laughs> dude, nowadays it's not allowed. But um, when I was a kid, I thought it was the funniest crap in the yeah, world. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Um, so, so that's this is he's he uses different disguises in order to find uh, evidence. Who's the, and guy, who's the guy that's the building manager? The Indian dude goes to see. He's watching. He, he catches the chains. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude is ST, SCTV. Yes, he is. He is hilarious. He was dude. in Jackass. <laughs> yes, that's yes. What a <laughs> no man has ever taken one word. And literally cemented. You're never gonna make this putt, just like you never made it on the NHL. <laughs> you jackass! <laughs> that small role, he he, he the, catches himself on fire. <laughs> like, ah! Dude, it's that he gets in his stinking VW Beetle and runs him <laughs> over. It, dude. I thought we were a French shooter. We are. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll save your table. I'll save your seat. <laughs> on me. <laughs> He's the dad from Freaks and Geeks. And you know what? He was on this weird, like, I don't know what channel it was. Was it like the Family Channel? There was this weird late night, weird family, big house, scary show. Okay, you're ringing a bell. And it was like, it's a cloudy, but it was too late for us to watch. It might have been the family. I think it was the, it's one of those channels up there, USA Family Channel. The Family Channel had some bangers. Um, with Body by Jake. There was what's this? J- Big Brother Jake. Big Brother Jake was one of the shows on that. But he was in this weird like mystery. He had a name. Anyways, Big Brother Jake's the guy on Coming to America that says you dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is dumb myth? <laughs> um, I'm saying you don't get a market down. Uh, so, Candy is coming out. Listen, we're not doing a greatness test. If you want to hear our John Candy greatness test, it is on our planes, trains, yeah. and automobile episode, which I will link They're to this episode. So. And we will be posting that on Thanksgiving Day because we always post it every Thanksgiving. Yes. But all it's to say is this Thanksgiving is next week, bro. It is. What the shit? John, we've. I went back to our archives. We've done a How lot of John Candy. He died? He's not. He's fifty. Oh, I think he was in his forties. Might have been pre fifty. Jeez, look that up real quick. I gotta stop being so flipping fat, <laughs> dude. We've done a lot of John Candy films on this podcast, and there's a reason for that. We love John Candy. National treasure, dude. John Candy. You know, when we did his greatness test, I didn't know if he would make it, but he... What? Well, think, I thought his movies were funny, but not, like, timeless, but he's in some timeless comedies, some timeless films. Bro, he was 43. No, he wasn't. Was it drugs and he, weight? He, he was born on Halloween, 1950. Holy Died God. March, 94. That's 43. He didn't make it to October. I'm 43. Yeah, well, I'm f***ing fat. <laughs> it was a heart attack. Bro. He died in his sleep. That's sad. Heart attack. Heart attack. That's sad as, ba- sad as sad, dude. Yeah, dude. He's a big old dude. He probably loved to eat. Why wouldn't he? Dude, listen. He's amazing. Where is, I'll stop right here. I just want to say something. Oh, no. I want to say being healthy is so hard. Yeah. And like, you're like, life is so hard as it is. I just want to eat what I like. Yep. And be lazy when I'm going to be lazy. But if you do that, you get fat. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I didn't know you got your PhD, too. (laughs) You're so smart. I'm just saying it's not fair, dude. I'm like, how can one go? It's not fair. I want to do what I want when I want, eat what I want, and stay skinny. Um, like one donut's half an hour on this ticket elliptical. That sucks. Yeah, well, that's why I eat the donut, and I go, that would suck to burn it off, <laughs> dude. Make it. Might as well eat some beef jerky now. <laughs> I went to uh, Chick Fil A today. Um, What'd you get? I didn't get fries. I got soup. I mean, I, am I going to pat you on the back? I'm you just saying, listen, listen, I got my Chick-fil-A sandwich. I got a Diet Coke. <laughs> I got my Coke Zero. Zero calories for the Coke. I got my Chick-fil-A. I, listen, 
I got soup, but I got two sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I threw out one of the top, the, one of the bun tops, and made it a double decker. Because <laughs> <laughs> that bread kills you. Dude, hey, <laughs> screw them carbs, bro. <laughs> Give me the chicken. That's the good stuff. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I get a sandwich, a soup, and I got my lemonade. But I wanted the milkshake. I'm like, I can't do the milkshake. The milkshake's Listen. heavy, bro. Yeah. Why do you think it brings the boys to the yard? (laughs) 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 But uh, I'm just saying candy probably was tearing it up food-wise. But candy, though, there are different kinds of fat. Candy wasn't the muscle with fat over it. No. Candy was just... Soft. He was soft. Um, That was a life (laughs) well-fed. You ass. (laughs) Saying the different kinds of fat, dude. There, <laughs> this is coming from the guy that says, You can be bald or you can be fat. You can't be both. I told my super good shape buddy Roger that and he's looked at me because he's bald as heck, dude. And he's just like, Well, I guess we're both fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, man. man. As I drink my glass bottle Coke. Oh, dude, it's so good. But Candy, as a young as a young kid, his always comedies have always been heartwarming. And he, yes. You know what? I don't know what it is, but the funny fat guy is a... It, it goes. Yeah. Like, dude, Zach Galifianakis is gone. Because he got skinny. His, the pudgy Zach is funnier than the skinny... It's the weirdest thing. It's not. It's the, Dude, look at... Who I think Horatio Sands did it. People that get that are funny, big funny dudes, they're just not funny when they're skinny. It's weird because like, 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 nobody wants to see in shape Jonah Hill. No, <laughs> Jonah Hill. Jo- Jonah part he of his sucks now. It's crazy. Anyway. At least we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> John Candy from a young age, his work it spoke to me. It. It made me laugh. It, he just his, his movies are always warm. They're they're never cruel. They're never like they're just sweet, silly films. Yes, and I loved him. Man, he made some good ones. I mean, I don't think I've I, I, Kenny's been in some movies I didn't love, but I always loved him in the movie, like Volunteers. Exactly. That movie is wah wah, but he's great. There's a movie I watched where he plays a detective and he's in like four scenes, and his four scenes are great, and the movie's terrible. What's it called? Mom bought it from Best Buy. It was a VHS. It was terrible. Really? He's a, he's, he has like, he has two lines in the movie, but he just feels physical, the whole movie. His physical comedy in that film is hilarious. So, dude, his physical comedy in Armed and Dangerous is listen, hilarious. Listen, there's some scenes in this movie. I don't know if they, because he's a big guy. When he. Is on the fan at the seafood place. I am dying. <laughs> dude. Oh, like I know when he's laying down, it's just a dummy. But do you, there's a shot of him up there on the fan. I'm like, they have to get him up there, pull the cameras, and pull all the beep beep. <laughs> no, I'm just playing it. I'm playing it. Rest in peace, big man. Listen, <laughs> the scene where he's swinging the thing. I'm like, is there really is he yeah. up high swinging a thing? Because if a big guy like that falls, even from eight feet onto like a soft thing, you're, you're gonna feel that. Yeah. Why do you think I never skateboarded? Oh, dude! Imagine busted your tailbone <laughs> with an extra 
sticking 50 pounds on his ass. <laughs> so love John Candy. This movie, one of the stars in this is also Jerry Jones. Jeffrey Jones. He's in this. He's in Howard the Duck. He's the main villain, Howard the Duck. He's the principal in Ferris Bueller. He's in Sleepy Hollow. Yes, he is. He's a preacher. He's a preacher, right? He's a preacher? Yeah. Um, you know, Jeffrey Jones has deep, dark secrets, dude. With kids? Yeah. Yeah, I heard. And apparently all his stuff, uh, what do you call it? He died, right? Yeah. Jeffrey Jones died. But before that, such a limitation saved him. So there's all this like stuff he got accused of. The law. He helped write Thriller. Oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> Jeez. It's not like I have a kid, a child in your bed. <laughs> it's so it's so hot down here in heaven. Ooh. <laughs> but Jeffrey Jones was really funny in this movie. In this dude. movie, he's he doesn't. He actually. Like I understand <laughs> what's this? This is like our best detective. I understand you share my love of languages. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's sure, sure. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> that scene is us speaking Spanish. No shit. <laughs> just I know. Like nodding your head. Like yep. yeah, I understand what you're saying. We had no idea what's like, going on. Dude. I'm like, Grandma, in what part of our relationship <laughs> did I learn? How to speak Spanish fluently, just, like just, just all this, just string, just shoot up a whole sentence, just like see, see, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, remember how hard Spanish was in high school, dude? I failed Spanish in seventh grade. See, dude, mom's like, I'm not telling grandma. I'm like, Bleh. but um, sure. Jeffrey Jones in this is really funny, yeah. And dude, he's great in First Bueller. First Bueller. He actually is so good. He helps provide Ferris with that that strong. Like yeah. when the movie leaves Ferris, it goes to him. It's still a good movie. What principal's going to your house? That's that movie's crazy. Listen, when he's out, like he's like, what's the score? And they're like, dude, who's winning? He's like, he's like nothing, nothing. Who's winning? <laughs> <laughs> that guy can look like a huge piece of crap, dude. That he's just trying to be a guy. Ah, nothing, nothing. Who's winning? <laughs> ah. Well, I think he was watching baseball. Yeah. He's like, who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, nothing. Oh, why did I get my knee tattooed today, dude? Justin, this fool. Ow! This fool across from me. It's on fire, dude. Tattooed his knee. And what are you doing in two hours? Playing from eight to midnight. <laughs> it smells like flannel. <laughs> You're going to be... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Ow. <laughs> no prize. No that prize. That is no prize. That's the no prize. Give it one more time, dude. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Ow. <laughs> that is a That's deep cut. Good, That's a deep cut. I don't know if our go-tos, I don't know if Merlin or John Street's getting that one. This is a tough one. Yeah, it is. By the way, John Street got last month's. What was last month's? I don't remember, but he called it. Was it the one where uh doesn't count? Yes, yes. <laughs> that comes from if you want to know what that's from the monster squad. Well, that's what I say to this day. I say I'm still a virgin because I've technically never been married. So <laughs> doesn't doesn't count. Doctor, doctor's like it's immaculate. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, I died. Annie Potts as Helen Downing. First of all, <laughs> Boobs McGee. Al- Annie Potts, dude. Who thought? Who would have thought Janine could be sexy, dude? Well, she's kind in part two. Part she, two, she's really sexy. And then also she's with the, that crystal ball boy. In a, she's also she's a strong uh, TV career in her life, designing, designing women, women. But she also now is in Young Sheldon. She plays Sheldon's grandma. She's the guest. Yeah, she's great. And she's great. That's as, actually a good show, dude. It's a really funny like, show. I like the dad and the big brother. Listen. A lot. I watched a few episodes of the show, and the reason I didn't stick with it a lot, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I know that eventually they get divorced. Like he cheats on her or something like that. And you also know from Big Bang Theory, he dies. After they get divorced, right? I don't remember all the details. But I'm like, I don't want to see these two break you up. Because I love the family unit. I don't want to see. Because he's such unit. a good dad. He's such a good awesome man. Awesome dad. And there's a and listen, he is the I was probably a stud in high school, yep. got my beer gut. Decided to be like Tony and Ernesto. There's a scene where some guy comes trying to get the kid out of his house. The older brother's girlfriend. The stepdad comes over. And the boyfriend, the mom's boyfriend comes over drunk. She's coming home with me. No, he the 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 boyfriend, the you know, the the oldest son is like you you don't have taken her anywhere, and he and the guy grabs him, and the dad comes and says, "Will you let go of my son?" Oh, we're just playing around, <laughs> dude. That is, listen, that is a, a guy like that. That's the best scene, dude. A guy like that. There's muscle under there. You don't want to wake that bear I'm up. Telling you, we know people like that. Oh my gosh, dude. The Tunningley clan. Those those brothers would kill a man. Forget that noise, dude. I'm not gonna be in a dark alley with the Tunningleys, bro. Dude, they, they, would, they would, dude. If Chris would have sock you, dude, that that thing dude, is gonna I knock one, your jaw. One off. time, Chris snatched me up and like rustled me down in the living room, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't do anything." Also, that low, the low center yeah. of gravity is yeah. a wrestler. You can't, you can't get compete with that. Yep, he's like a bowling ball with tic tac legs. <laughs> Thunderstone. <laughs> so, she's also um, in. She also plays Bo Peep's voice in Toy Story, and that even that voice work is kind of luring. She like, hey, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's playfully flirting with sticking um with. And it just gets her going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. She she's she's. It's a war. I'm just saying that's some nice cotton, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a weak man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Andrew, she's going to have to watch everything with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. She, it's Eddie, very alluring. She, she knows how to turn her voice on, is all I'm saying. And she knows how to turn you on, apparently. <laughs> Bo Peep. I'm going to stick it. I'm going to YouTube some Bo Peep. That is for one lamb, boy. <laughs> Your, your Siri voice. What if Annie Potts did your Siri voice? <sighs> Holy cow, dude. Well, the Annie Potts from Harry Crumb is a B, so. Yeah, she is. She dude. is. Um, He's like, oh, man, I just spent $34.99 at the, the, the pro shop. I hate when you talk cheap. I'm like, dude, $19.89, $34 for a shirt is very expensive. Designing Women is a show that was meant for old women. 
and we watched the crap out of that yeah, show. Because mom watched it, and we were mama's boys. And so we watched it with her. And listen. Yes. Okay. I love that show. The, uh, of the, there's four ladies. There's the brunette, who's the leader. Mm-hmm. The blonde was the dumb one. Potts was just the fire. There's a fourth girl. Delta Burke? It was Delta Burke! Yeah. And she was the, the hoe. No, she wasn't the hoe. Wasn't she the hoe? No, she was the... She was the Blanche! Was she? I think so. <laughs> she was the bigger one. Yes, but I think she was... She knew how to work that thing? <laughs> I mean, she knew how to turn on the bow peep? <laughs> she, she, she knew how to use the milkshake, dude. Milkshake Man, machine. listen. I didn't know designing women had a hole. I think I think it was I think it was a uh, very upper upper like they were because they were like southern genteel. Mm-hmm. I think it was like like a well, hi, <laughs> dude. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen the show. I dude, I can't tell you anything. We used to watch Murder She Wrote too, and I don't know anything about that. I love Murder She Wrote. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I couldn't tell you one thing about that show. Columbo. I know we watched it. No, Columbo, we loved. Yeah, I can tell you a bunch of stuff about Peter Falk. P- Peter Falk and his his just lazy eye. He had a lazy eye. It's kind of a weird. I thought I was just lazy till he till he solved the case. <laughs> dude, my knees on fire, bro. I'm sorry. What am I doing, dude? I don't know. So, no double bass tonight. Sorry, guys. This movie we say is sexy. I'm gonna tell you something. Here's the thing about this, this movie: sexy. This movie has a, a sexy element to it. Um, so the opening credits. We also the plot of the movie: the kidnapper. Oops, the kidnapper is literally doing this. Yeah, because he's burning for Annie Potts. The whole reason he kidnapped this girl is because he wants this girl. And there's a picture he has of him in college where he, like, she's like with some buddies, and he's just off, off in the corner looking at her longingly, dude. Yeah. And he has, he has a picture folded with him next to her. It's an Gordian deal, and he, he puts it together, and he's next to her. And so his whole thing is, I'm going to get some money, and then she'll I'll like finally me. get the girl. It's, he's really she pathetic. don't care about she's, you, fool. She's so pathetic. She's with the broke tennis guy because he's a stud. But she don't care about him because he's she's that's just her toy. That's exactly what it is. She's literally just looking for the money, which is why I'm single because <laughs> I ain't got no money. <laughs> um. Then you have the, the actual guy who does the kidnapping. So Elliot Dresden has his lackey, yeah. and the lackey has been promised that when it's all over, he gets her. Remember, he's like, "You'll get what you want at the end of this." So he's he'll get who? Helen, the Downing girl. He kidnapped. He's like he's he's told that when this when I get my money you can have her. What dude? He's like yeah, we're gonna become good friends. Like he, he that's why he was saying all that. He didn't put to give her back when the money's when the money's his. He's like you go ahead and take do what you want with her. Kill her, I don't care. So it, I mean there's there's this movie there's some dark sexual stuff. Wow. In this. And he pots is a whole bag in yeah, this. Yeah, she's a, and she's a horrible person too. Horrible person. A horrible yes, person. <laughs> um, that southern twang though is—it's so she's she's so. But she knows how to work it. That scene at the table, like, listen, as a kid, I don't know what's happening, dude. And Elliot's drunk, so he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, I thought this. I thought the scene was funny because it hole in the sock. I literally, yes, I had no idea. That makes it disgusting. <laughs> Like they're all, they're just all playing footsies. The whole and listen, I'm so naive. My idea of footsies is just like touch someone's foot with your foot. Like, like, like. First of all, if you're going, listen. Don't get me started. If my if maybe I'm my 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 riz is very weak. Listen, dude. <laughs> we're not gonna go through the whole what that is. 
<laughs> but it's not what you think it is. <laughs> it's, so maybe my, my game isn't up to par. But go. I'm saying if you reach your foot across a table, I think you got to like lean your booty down on the chair. You're going to notice something's weird. Like You can't just get your foot all the way across the table to someone else. Not everybody's got a stinking million-dollar mansion with a table that big, fool. That's I'm, a huge table. Okay. You obviously don't know about restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so this movie has, that's all I'm saying is there's a lot of adult stuff in this film. Even the first. Don't, f- what Ernest was saying is don't watch it with your kids. You don't watch it with but your kids. But it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, opening scene, so there's, after she gets taken, and she's naked with mud all over her body when she gets taken. How does that work? She's naked with mud, and they just take her? Yeah. Well, then you've, you meet Man, Carrie. Man, she's got a huge head. Look at the size of it. <laughs> she must be enormous. <laughs> <laughs> then you meet Candy Crumb, and he has been thrown. Like, he's like his family. He's been exiled. He is. He's at the Oklahoma, Oklahoma. office. And he, he's all in he the does, Midwest office. All he does is. Little cases. Of like infidelity. Yeah. To prove that husbands are cheating. Yeah. So he's out there taking pictures of people doing the. The horizontal limbo, whatever yeah, he says. Yeah, he said a little, monkey dance, whatever he says. Yeah, he says something else. But um, so even that scene. But he is a direct descendant of the people who founded the Crumb, uh, in private investigator. Business. Yeah. It, so his 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 dad and grandpa are geniuses, but he's like the village idiot. <laughs> yes, but he he's is. got the name. Crumb. So they have to keep him apart. They they pretty much shove him out. But he's the only really direct descendant. Um, the, the now this movie is basically a collection of skits. Yes, and this is a lot of the SNL SCTV movies. This is how they did things. There's a collection of funny skits. Even like the Tommy Boys, like that. You know, Tommy Boy, like um, the SNL. Even the original, like the first, even Adam Sandler movies has that feel to it. A bunch of skits, you know, especially Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore are these. These things like strung together, you know, into a movie. Um, but I just like candy, so I like, and I like most of the sketches. So I enjoy the film. I enjoy the movie. Um, one of the gags didn't get enough of was the word of the day gag. The best part. There's only two of them. If they'd done two or three more, I would have been in I'm heaven. Telling you, all like, of them. Everyone, because he, he he does that thing where he's like, like the brain thing oh, where he like nympho, nympho. <laughs> <laughs> He tries to like pull it out of his brain, yeah, like it's yeah. like a, a, a he 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 concretes it to his mind, <laughs> but then he can never remember it. So he's like doing this physical thing where he's trying to pull it out of his mind, <laughs> dude. So for the first time is <laughs> oh, he's nimble, looking at the nimble. word and it's philanderer, philanderer, which yeah. is a um someone who has an aff- extramarital affairs. Um, and so the, the wife comes in, and he's trying to be smart, dude. And he goes, "Did you get the pictures?" This divorce is this. It was a it was a big money divorce. This lady was trying to catch the husband cheating so she could get a ton of money. Right. So he, his first, the his first case in the movie, as he's getting these pictures of this woman's wife having an affair. Woman's husband having an affair. Woman's, yeah. yeah, woman's husband having an affair. So he's got these pictures in front of him, and she comes to see him in the office. And uh, he just he just goes. <laughs> It's so stupid. He goes, your husband is quite the philodendron. <laughs> because he can't pronounce philander. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> She's like, let me see the picture. The philodendron. I've been using that line all dude, week, dude. It's too funny. 
and this right now, this movie streaming on Paramount Plus, which is great. There's actually a lot of John Candy Paramount Plus right now. This is streaming. Armed and Dangerous is streaming. Um, I think Buck is streaming. There's a lot. There's a yeah, John ton. Candy. John Candy's got a bunch. On Don't Par- watch Volunteers. On Paramount Plus right now. Oh, it's all on Paramount? Oh, that's right. Yes, you're yeah, right. So it's right there on Paramount Plus right now. Um, then also the other word is fallacy, oh, which gosh. he thinks is like phallic. Yeah. <laughs> so he uses that word completely wrong. Woo! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so this movie is, it's silly. It's a full of sketches. Listen, not every sketch hits. And this, this movie's dated. Yes, it is. If, if you watch it for the first time right now, you might like, this is a stupid film. This has nostalgia factor for us. It has John Candy, whom we give a pass to automatically. But I really enjoy it. And listen, I'm going to say this. This is my first time I ever experienced a song holding out for a hero. Because I missed um, Footloose, which also has this song. Footloose, but Footloose, that song sucks in Footloose. You've never seen Footloose. There's a scene where they 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 play like tractors, like play chicken and tractors. Chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't one of their shoes get stuck or something? Yes. And it's slow and the music's playing. And I'm like, this is the dumbest because they're going is so it like, slow. Is it like um It's it's like Austin Powers, dude. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. But um in this, they use that that holding out for a hero. And listen It's awesome. It still gets me all like it's awesome. Work, it like, gets you pumped up. I'm like, go get you save the day, dude. It, I've got a black belt, a keto, and the boots to boot. <laughs> That's a good line, awesome dude. Line. It's a great line. He pulls his pant leg up and he has those awesome black cowboy boots on, dude. And that listen, hold on for a hero is 80s cheese. And I love every second. Yes. I I love those cheesy. How 80s. funny was it when he's like, turn, turn, and his head hits the <laughs> Tail end of that plane, and he falls down the stairs. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the music just fits with that scene so well. It does listen? I used to watch. Didn't they use that also in Short Circuit Part Two? Yes. When he's all tore up and he like yes. puts a battery on himself yes. and puts all those crazy circuits, and he's got like a mohawk. I knew it was on a Short Circuit movie, and you are right. It is on Part Two. Listen, Part Two is that that scene's sad. Listen, he's all tore up, shot up, horrible. Like, that shit as a kid, like, bothered me. It's horrible. Dude, the best is when he meets those Mexicans, though, and they spray paint him, man. That, talk about brown face. Oh, dude, the Indian guy's not Indian. Dude, I didn't know until recently he's not Indian. Listen, I wonder what happened to him. He's still around. I know, but I'm saying, I, like, where's that Indian actor? Because he was he's, he's not, <laughs> he's not uh, Indian. You wondered what happened to him. Yes. Oh, yeah, because he was so good. <laughs> he's not Indian. And he was in part one and part I know. two. When you see hackers, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? I can't remember. He's that guy in hackers. Spencer Fisher. Is that his name? Is it Spencer Fisher? Sounds right. I think Spencer Fisher might be a fighter. Spencer something. Something Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> the Fisher King. Listen, I did not need to see Rob Williams' dong, okay? Listen. You'll never feel that free in your entire life. <laughs> Running around Central Park just... I'm telling you. In the fall. It's got to be cold like a mug, dude. Yeah, well, he didn't look like he was cold. <laughs> so, because this is an SCTV film, directed by an SCTV director, starring a lot of SCTV alumni, we decided to go through and give our top three SNL SCTV movies. Because here's the deal. Sometimes a sketch... I'm dying. 
it hits, and the, the actors decide they want to put that thing out into the world in a bigger way. Now, a lot of these movies don't play. Because it's sketch, it's just a sketch taken, it's just, it's too long. I absolutely did not like Night at the Roxbury. No, not at all. It, it, it was, it's just stretched too thin. But we have our top three. Do you have your top three? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Um, I'm, t- I'm putting mine in order right now. Oh, this is really hard, dude. There's some good ones. Let me give you all the list. Here's a list. No. The whole list. I'm saying the people get at home get to think of their favorites. Oh, okay. Give okay. the whole list, then we'll give our three. Yep. So you can, there's there's Wayne's World, Not at the Roxbury, Superstar, Coneheads, It's Pat, McGruber, The Blues Brothers, Ladies Man, Stewart Saves His Family. That's SNL. Now, from the SCTV side, you got Strange Brew. You've got this film, Who's Harry Crumb? And they say Stripes is considered SCTV because it's so many actors from that world. From those is movies. Larrakette Canadian? What? Larrakette might be from that sh- as well. So, from those movies, what are your top three, bro? Number one is Strange Brew with a bullet. Number two is going to have to be Wayne's World. And I would probably say... I'll say three is Stripes because John Candy's in it. Okay. That's very good. Okay. I'm Stripes going. was awesome. Strange Brew's number one with number a bullet one with for a you. bullet, dude. My number one with a bullet is the Blues Brothers. It's a good one. I, I just... It's Chicago... It's just so funny. I love the music. I love the the fat penguin. I just love the Blues Brothers, dude. Breaks the ruler, dude. (laughs) Dude, They're just floating. They're like, what the? the Lord's been vain so much that like, GD, Jesus Christ, (laughs) and just get smacked. She keeps on hitting both of them. She's just (laughs) (laughs) in between them. (laughs) He breaks the desk because he's so big. Good one, dude. Carrie Fisher as the stinking um, psycho ex girlfriend. Oh man, when he's like, he's I like, love you, baby. When, when he starts doing the excuses in the tunnel, he's like, I lost my, my car, wouldn't start. <laughs> I ran out of gas. <laughs> the power went out. <laughs> he takes his glasses off and dude, he's concerned he just drops her and runs away. Oh. Listen, it was neighbors SCTV. Neighbors. Was John Candy and, and Dan Aykroyd. Neighbors. Or, uh, um, not John Candy, um, Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's, I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, I don't know. If that, that... I don't know who wrote that, though. Like, so, okay, so I'm going Blues Brothers, Strange Brew number two. Because Strange Brew, <sighs> those two characters, it's just amazing. That movie is still to this day makes me smile ear it's to ear. So good. Listen, I I can't remember the last time I I had to pause the the VHS because I couldn't stop. La- I was crying because of the, the and the joke's so stupid. The chair it wasn't me. It was the chair. I don't know why. I find that so funny. Dude. And Rick Moranis is so good. Like they puff each other so well, dude. You remember when they're trying to bribe the lady dude. that works in the front, and he pulls the donut out, donut out, and then she takes it. He's like, 
It's a jelly, eh? Dude. And my number three is Wayne's World because Wayne's World is really it's good. Really good. Wayne's World Two is still really good. <laughs> Can I still be guard? <laughs> There's some good jokes. Dude. Real good. Oh man. Where? What is he? Uh, something. It says something that he says. You need a jacket. The movie's just too funny. Dude, Kim Basie tries to deuce Garth. He has no idea what's going on. And listen, Chris Farley has a, even oh. his line, dude, yelling at him. He's like, I got it? no place else to go. You know what that's from? It's from, uh, it's from Officer uh, and Gentleman. Yes, man. it is. <laughs> I didn't know that for years. And I'm watching that movie. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Hilarious. Um, So that's my top three SNL SCTV films. So, Two cigarettes and a Don Perignon. <laughs> <laughs> um, support the show. How can you support the show? Give me the money, the monkey. Don't worry, we're going to go back and yep. talk about Harry Crumb. Because so, Merlin, Merlin literally told me last week, and he goes, you didn't even talk about The Conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go to patreon.com, subscribe from theater, and you can support the podcast. Get, yes, if you love the show, give a dollar a month so we know that you're give behind me a bone, us. G. It's just let us know you're in, that you want more episodes. It's a dollar. I mean, we're not asking for much. If you want to give more and get some of our free gear we give out, you can give five or ten. But we, um, the thing we're asking for is really a buck. You can go to redrum.threadless.com to see our designs. There's our classic red rum. There's our Dang Gina, which is probably our most popular design. Big time. Um, it's, it's it's based off the old Martin <laughs> design. We kind of took it and changed it up. Um, took the Martin, like the Martin lettering, and changed Martin. it to Dang Gina. Or you, if you just want to give a couple bucks because you're thinking maybe you have too much money in your account and you got to give some charitable giving before tax season. Where are you guys? If you win the lottery and like, I just want to give some away. Listen, I know little podcasts would love that little gift. Go to PayPal, give that money away. That'll be a awesome. Cute little down, baby. <laughs> now, Harry Crumb. Let's go back to Raise This Right. Harry Crumb comes from a long line of lovable buffoons. There is this whole genre of the, the idiot who's supposed to be smart, but he's an idiot. Yeah. You have the classic Maxwell Smart. From oh, get smart. So he's good. a spy. He's completely has no idea what's going on, but he's so funny. Like so good, and you can't help but love the guy. You know who wrote uh, get smart? Who, who wrote the create that series? Huh. Mel Brooks helped write that. Of course, it, it just it's classic. You have the classic Inspector Clouseau, Clouseau from the Pink Panther. Yeah, Peter Sellers, dude, just he comp- get burger. <laughs> And then Steve Martin brings it back. So good. Listen, it didn't little Nesta like that. He loved it, dude. <laughs> he gotta say, "I'm I'm burger." <laughs> He's French. You can't say I'm Like like I'm funny. Then you got the also you got the classic Rowan Atkinson as Mr. Bean. That is a level of comedy that is... Uh, do you remember the episode when he fell in the pool? Listen. It's <laughs> <laughs> He's running run naked, dude. The kid stomps on his hand, dude. Listen. Oh, the one where he brings his lunch. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> There's, like, this lovable... Like, the lovable buffoon, it's, it's, he's an idiot, but... 
he's got a good heart. And so as, a, as, a, as watching it, you can't help but like be for them. Like Harry Crumb, he's an idiot. He, he's wrong. No all doubt the, about it. All the time. He's even wrong at the end. <laughs> Dude, at the end. He's completely, he, he, he doesn't solve the case. No, and I didn't realize that. He does not. He, he's literally trying to gloat to his colleague. Cause like so, um, okay, so what's crazy in this movie is <laughs> the 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 I was there. <laughs> the unfaithful. The didn't even. He had the case. The whole case is right there. And he's, he's like, "Did you look at these?" He's like, "No, I was there." <laughs> so Steakin turns out there's a there's a, the the so Elliot Dresden wants to get the to get the money, so the girl will finally like him. Well, she. Thinks like, man, I married this rich guy waiting for him to die. And he's and literally gonna lose all his money. To this kidnapper. So she tries to like intercept the money. Yeah. So she's working working to try to get money for herself and her seeking loser tennis player boyfriend. Um and her, at, at the end, they get the money. And they get on the plane to go. You kind of feel a little but he's I mean, you not you can't feel bad, but man, this guy's so pathetic. Yeah, he's pathetic. He's dude, he okay, so. They're on the plane, him and her, and stinking Candy stops him. He thinks, because in his mind, she's the kidnapper. All along. But she's not the kidnapper. No, she's just, I want the money, I'll do whatever. And what's crazy is, he never, the girl is saved by pure accident. Which is insane how that if she if that, does, if that stinking luggage cart doesn't hit that, hit that wall and take out the, the kidnapper, yeah. she's dead in pieces, yes. dude. But he, he's like, <laughs> shocked to death. Um, listen, he's kind of scary. When he's Dude, putting the, 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 the cattle prod next to her head, yeah. like, he's a brutal person. He gets his, dude. You're right, though. That whole to be a hero montage is incredible. It's so, it, dude, because it, they even fade the words out, but the music's still playing and things are happening. Yes. It's really awesome editing. Listen, that movie should not have a bang of an ending like that. No, it, dude, it. Was it in the theater? It, it had to have been. <laughs> it it just goes like it, that ending is like yeah, get him. It pumps you up, dude, so much. Um, so remember he, when she throws the empty suitcase and it hits Vince Barnes in the head in the dumpster? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so man, he thinks I saw. I got the, so there. They find the sister. Everything's going good. And he hears noise from a closet. He goes in there, and there's his boss, the kidnapper, yep. tied up. And he goes, hey, 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 before you let him go, he goes, he, right, he wants to gloat. He's like, listen, you, he wants thought, to gloat. you thought I wasn't a good detective, and I solved this case. But he's, he's not saying the right words. He's just saying, you thought I could, wouldn't figure it out. You thought I was an idiot, but I figured it out. I want you to admit in front of these two gentlemen right here that I'm the guy. That I'm the man. And they took the tape off, and Dresden sings like a canary. I did it! I I kidnapped her! And, dude, Candy, he's like... His face, he's like, what the hell? (laughs) Dude, if Dresden played it cool, he's walking out of there, no harm, no Mm -hmm. how. No one believes that girl. She had the money. Nope. And she even fingerprints because she changed one of the letters. And she... Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll I'll tell you something that... uh, when he's talking to the real police, I know something you guys don't know. 
pretty much one of those deals. He's like, you find this crazy typewriter. You got your kidnappers. <laughs> that might be the dumbest thing he says the entire movie. No, the best thing he says in the movie is you we find this crazy. You find this crazy type. And he says it so boldly. He's he's convinced he's, like, he's right. He's like, how am I the first one to think of this? <laughs> Man. These LA fools. Oh shoot, dude. <laughs> Remember when he gets the sprinkler spray in his legs? Listen, that gets And he him. leans on the doorbell. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Hey, you want to take your free hand off the doorbell? <laughs> dude. Grown up. It's grown really up. grown up. There's a lot of grub seeds in this, dude. Um You know what's sweet though is when he schmoozes. The little sister, the whole movie. At first, she hates it, but she begins to love it. Like when he jumps her dad's booty. I, it's like you do not give her enough credit. Like she's a smart girl, and he's just like this mother. <laughs> I mean, he's constantly just being just stupid. Like he knows a little bit of little things. He knows cars and fishing, but, but it's awesome because she bonds with Candy because Candy's so. She's so wise beyond her years, but he's so childish. But they are like a perfect team. They are. Like when her little self's in the in the trunk that he's pushing and she's like got the blueprints and stuff. That's God, I love this movie. So Jackpot, baby. <laughs> Dude, that's really And that scene when he breaks through and hits him is hilarious. Um so lovable fool. So here's the deal. I've loved these characters my whole life, and in a lot of ways, I sometimes play this character. I sometimes pretend... You are a lovable buffoon, dude. Listen, I sometimes pretend I don't know what's going on. But the, the difference between me and Candy is, or me and Harry Crumb, I should say, is Crumb actually doesn't know what's happening. He's yeah. actually... Me, I'll sometimes know what's happening, but I like to just be... I'll be dumb for the sake of the enjoyment of the crowd. I'll, I'll, I'll be embarrassed. I'll be the butt of the joke just so everyone else can have a good Ernesto, laugh. Ernesto, Ernesto. Like... The love of buffoon, I just really love that character type. I love that that person, and I kind of, in my life, don't mind being that person. I don't either. I'll be goofy and dumb. Yeah. And there's a time to be serious, but I don't mind having a laugh. Well, I, that's what I always say. I say, when I need to be the man, I will be. Exactly. But I'm not going to take myself too, too serious. Be an idiot. Be a jerk. I'm going to be funny. Have fun. It's not fun. It's not funny. What was that Jerry Seinfeld when uh, Homeboy's trying to apologize? Dude? Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, like, there's nothing wrong with making people laugh at your expense, dude. That's that's why he's so good. That's why this podcast works, because we're both no, not. We're just not, we're not afraid of just having a laugh. Um, to take ourselves too seriously. I took ourselves too seriously. Don't take ourselves too serious. <laughs> that was burping, dude. I was trying to hold the. You ever have a burp in the middle of the sentence, dude? It was. It just. I felt it like. I too seriously. But uh, okay, hold on. Let me make sure this. Oh, jeez, hold on, hold on. What'd you do? Okay, okay. I, th- I, I was like, <gasps> did the computer go to sleep? It's fine. It's all good. Whoo, he scary. So, I love movies. Love, 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 buffoon. Love movies. <laughs> I love movies with a lovable buffoon. It is a I genre. I love movies and burgers. 
I it's Amanda! Dude. Is that little Nestle's favorite? Though? Listen, it's. <laughs> I just, I just really enjoy it. I just, I really do. I, I you know, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like mean spirited no, idiots. No, like in Made. I don't like. I hated. I hated that movie. That was like all the worst qualities Vince Vaughn has allowed in one place. Like even him in. Swingers? Swingers is almost too much, he's, but because he's, he loves his friends, he's so got much, a heart though. The heart saves him. is a dick the whole time. I don't like those kind of characters. No, and I don't like. I don't like awkward buffoons like Michael Scott in The Office. I don't, I don't like. Um, so I don't. I don't like that. That. Um, because they're almost not lovable. They're so needy. They're so pathetic. Like, Harry Crumb has stuff going for him. And Sweetheart. The sweetheart great, is the thing, na- yeah. Good-natured. Um, I love how he brought the little sister to the forefront. Because everybody was so focused on the older sister, because she's a model, which is why they even kidnapped the older sister instead of the. Yeah, she was. Ju- she's just this like 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 John Candy says when he first gets there. He's like, "You're gonna try to convince me that you're, you know, so and so's daughter." Oh, I was told that it was you know that she was a beautiful woman. Naturally, I mistook her for you, and she's just like, no, doesn't want to hear it because of she's so used to being second fiddle to her sister. Yes. And dude, and well, another reason I just thought of why John Candy was convinced that it was the the stepmom was because the stinking older daughter had her appointment. Yes, the mud appointment, which Elliot also knew. Yeah, but he he didn't realize that he didn't realize that Elliot's a friend of the family, has in, mm-hmm. inside knowledge. And dude, Elliot Dresden is a horrible human being. Not only kidnaps the worst, not only kidnaps his friend's daughter. Gonna let her be thrown to the wolves, and it, that just shows you that um, the tennis guy is actually a good guy, because he's like, but wait, if they don't get the money, won't she get killed? Oh, if you want to make an obligation, got to break a few eggs. Like he's concerned. Like, what are you doing? Like, she's gonna get hurt. But Elliot is so pathetic. He will blackmail. He's a, intimacy. He's a cuck, bro. He is just. A turd, simp. I don't know what any of these words mean. I just learned them. I just learned. Well, okay, the first one you don't want to know. But the <laughs> simp though is he's a simp. Okay, like thing is, if you have to make, if you have to like make some woman force her to give you a kiss, that's not a good kiss. Hell nah. You want that kiss to be given freely with sweetness, like with one roofie. Maybe you're so, <laughs> you're so stupid. I'm kidding, dude. Um, I'm no king. <laughs> so he's a terrible person. He's horrible. I'm glad he goes to prison at the end. I'm glad he stinking sings. John Candy's so dumb. He's like, huh? <laughs> like, what the listen, hell? listen. The last scene of the movie. Since the first sequel never gets happens. 
But it's really the, the sequel would have been fantastic. It would have been great. San Francisco. Oh, have you heard it? Oh, I've heard it. So you've been here? No, I've never been there. <laughs> so you've heard of it, dude. Well, you've heard of the, the Bottoms Up Club. Yes, you've heard the dude. Club? Yeah, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard of that place. So you've been here? No, I've never been there. <laughs> when he comes out, he's this, in full. There's this been a murder. <laughs> when he's in full drag, first of all, that was one of those. That's a bomb drag costume. Candy is a good boy. drag queen, bro. Yeah, he was. Remember in Armed and Dangerous? He does do it again. <laughs> he, he just is. like, man, my drag queen. I got some skills, baby. The skills to pay the bills. It's he, like it's like the um, the reoccurring gag on uh, Paddington. <laughs> I'm usually attractive. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that guy is so best part. That's so dude, funny. It's so, in both movies, dude. dude. It's so great. Part two might be the best movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, I remember that I was dying laughing. Oh, I, I'm looking at you like, why is this so funny? You're like, it's true. <laughs> oh man, so I can't believe my stinking swap me was both. <laughs> I watched both of them, dude. So that is a that's an hour long on a '80s movie that time forgot listen, that we've never forgotten. Listen, favorite scene. Favorite scene of listen, okay. The favorite scene is the end, the the song, the whole montage, the montage of him on there, and the music starts. Wait, even the way it starts, it just like it just gets you. It 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 builds so good. Um, but if, outside of that scene, outside of that scene, my, my favorite scene. I mean, there's some funny stuff in this movie, Hall, dude. Big guy physical comedy is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Dude, it might be, um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of Aladdin, like when he's in the the air duct. That's some funny stuff, dude. When he gets when this when he's like they turn it up, <laughs> and his his shirt's blow, jacket's blowing around him, dude. Um, man, dude, I, it's it's hard to know. It's hard. Like okay, so the end scene, my favorite favorite. It, it it might you know what it might be him in drag the last secret it's he's so serious I love how he keeps his secretary I, it's so great she's awesome you know what scene actually I love hmm. scene three of the film in his office when the oranges keep falling on the table <laughs> is that tree's not is that tree sick what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> she's like. <laughs> Dude. And they're lying. Why does he have an orange tree in his office? <laughs> That's the funny thing. There's no reason to have that tree in your office, dude. And later on, an orange falls out of, out, of, out of nowhere. Orange falls out later on in the movie too. That the orange is falling makes because they're so they just they just land. It's not a leaf. That's an orange fall out of a tree, dude. When he sharpens the pencil, and the pencil sharpener, dude. But my favorite is when the whole lip reading scene into the fan scene. Okay. <laughs> that fan scene is so insane. And like everybody's just eating and he's up there. And that little kid, dude. Oh. And then he comes out and he's, dude, it's just, there's, there's so many good parts. But in a nutshell, Harry Crumb is a super sweet, good person who is like you, like on, um, Knives out. He's pretending to be a fool. And he's not. Crumb's really a fool. <laughs> yes, he is, dude. He just oh, you know who else loves a buffoon? The man who knew too little, Bill Murray. 
does that same role. Never seen it. <sighs> Worth it? Listen, we have some... Who's the one red shoe, dude? Is it Steve Martin? The one red shoe is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was a man with one red shoe? Yes, he was. What, is that a comedy? It's a comedy spy movie, yeah. Okay. Dude, Spies Like Us, another double buffoon. <sighs> oh. I, that genre is a genre I really enjoy. Love it. We got a vote coming up for December for you. We have some really great. Some, some, some crates? We have some crate. Got some crate. So we're st- starting a new thing in our podcast called the Side B. Side A is our movie, and Side B is the back matter of the podcast. We are, you already know we have the greatness test. We have our Quaid Corner. <laughs> The Quaid Corner. The Quaid Corner. <laughs> I'm into it. Check it in with our favorite guy, dude. Um, but we we have a new one starting up next year called um um the um director's chair, where we dive deep I into can't a, wait for this. Um director's chair, we dive deep into one director, three movies, and sit down with their and talk about that director at length on a on a B side. Um so we got some really, we still have the swap meet. We have some great side Bs coming up in the next year, and you get a vote on which side B is going to be in December and then in January. So those of you who are patrons get to vote not only on, sometimes you'll vote on which side B it is, and sometimes you'll vote on, let's say, we're doing director's chair, you can vote on which director we do. You know, So you, you get a chance to help the, the, the side B. You help our B side go in the direction you want to go as a people. So... Look out for those. There'll be, there'll be one. There'll be a new vote tonight for our December. And here's the, the schedule for the year. You have another podcast in two weeks from this one, our December podcast. And then on New Year's Day, pretty much, you'll be receiving our annual best of. Which, do people love the no, best we're of. We're going to do it New Year's Day? No, we're going to film it before and release it New Year's Day. Okay. Because that's all the lists, top lists. Our top movies of the year, our top. And dude, we got some good movies. I got a lot of movies to see before we the end of the year. A lot of shows this year, but I got like there's a lot of movies that come out right now. Napoleon. I gotta see Napoleon. I gotta see Killers of the Flower Moon. I gotta Bro, see the Creator. The, I just saw the Napoleon trailer last night. Oh, by the way, um, any of fans of slashers slash horror movies, go see the new Eli Roth movie Thanksgiving. It is. So much more than I was expecting. That's crazy. Fantastic. It might be in the planes, trains, rotation, every Thanksgiving. Come on. It was just, it was funny, gory, unpredictable. So you now have, you got the Thanksgiving violent night combo for your holiday yes. season. <laughs> you said it, man. The Jesus. Um, <laughs> you said it, <laughs> Jesus, you said it, man. <laughs> you can listen to this show on the Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast, or Amazon Podcast. Like the show, leave a review. It does help us get in front of more eyes. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com. Red Room Theater. It helps us get in front of more eyes instead of morons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, so let's see here. That's it. There it is. Listen I just to- want to give a shout out to my boy Adam Vogel just because I love him. That's it. All right. As always, I'm Ernesto. <laughs> I'm Antonio. And we'll see you in two weeks right here at the Red Room Theater.